Welcome back to another episode of Diggity Podcast. Today, I am joined by the wonderful Evan from WASD and Beyond, and also OBO whenever that comes back. And yes. as a whole, the Spawncast Network, or Spawn Camp Network. Spawncast. <laughs> yes. Spawncast. Change the name. Uh, Spawn Camp Network, which we are very, very happy to be a part of. Uh, that is a collection of very nerdy podcasts, um, from everything from anime and gunpla with the build bros um some pc gaming and some more topical gaming with wasd and beyond obviously if you're listening to us uh we are a news-based gaming podcast and then we have obo which is the redheaded stepchild and kind of out there in its own world of just being anything and everything no topic is safe or off limits or or whatever you may have it um no it's not but yeah yeah, that's that's been a, a an adventure, and uh, hopefully that'll be coming back here soon. I miss it. Um, yeah, absolutely. So first yeah. off, I'm going to let you go ahead and plug your stuff. Where can the fine people find WASD at? Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at uh, Beyond WASD. Uh, I think that's the same for both of them. I don't run the socials. That's Nick's job. <laughs> Um, however, I do comment on uh, posts that I find uh, pretty funny um, or stuff that like you do with the spawn camp one or diggity or whatever. I try to <laughs> make fun of Nick. Yeah. Um, well, and then as, we, as one does, that's kind of like the yeah par for the course. And then to listen to any of the uh, WASD and beyond um, podcasts anywhere you get your podcast, same uh, just yeah WASD and beyond. And then you can also go to what is it? Spawn camp dot co for the website. And then that. Kind of gets you to everybody, Bill Bros, Diggity, yeah. OBO, if you want to go back and listen to the um, the archives. <laughs> Absolutely. And then, and then, yeah, WASD. So, yeah, that's where you can find us. And we got an episode coming out tomorrow about um, a very topical game uh, that's been around for <laughs> quite some time and uh, <laughs> that the server has gotten into over the past couple of weeks. And um, hilariously, we were singing the praises of it when we recorded it, and then it's gone to shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's not good at all. About right. <laughs> so you almost think it's the other way, right? Where you cheer it on, and then it's like, oh, it works better now. It's like, no, nah, it's completely nah. broke. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that here in a little bit. But yeah. Uh, yeah, if you have not checked out the Spawn Camp website, spawncamp.co, definitely go over yes. and check that out. It gives links to uh, Twitter and Instagram for all the different shows, as well as uh, I believe Spotify and Apple were the ones that we mainly went with. Uh, yeah. There's also a YouTube feed at the bottom, as well as YouTube uh, links directly to each playlist for each channel. So uh, everybody within Spawn Camp is now uploading to the Spawn Camp YouTube. So if you are listening to audio go over there and check out the youtube uh channel as well we put up gameplay as well as live versions of the podcast or not necessarily live but video versions of the podcast uh definitely worth checking out uh if you are not following us on twitter or instagram you can find us at diggity podcast um we don't i i've been doing a bad job of posting lately i i'm not gonna lie i've been bad about (laughs) it i i need to get back in that that groove but uh yeah social media just kind of sucks the life right out of you so uh it Every once in a while, you just need a little bit of a break, but I'll be back soon. Um, But with that, we like to stick to a tradition here on Diggity before we get into everything else. What have you been playing, Evan? Oh, my. Um, So recently, uh, since I've been in Grand Rapids this week, I've kind of dedicated a good portion of my time to playing uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy and getting through that game as I have not finished yet. And I remember how much fun I had with it. So I want to go through and finally just take care of it once and for all and 
And uh, it's been good, uh, just as fun as I remember it the first time, really get into it, especially I love the licensed music and whatnot. And I like that that's a thing It makes it feel even more like the movies in that regard, because that's how I first heard about Guardians of the Galaxy was through the movie. Um, So it's like a game where it's like they really nail the characters, uh, probably better towards the comic accurate versions. But again, for me, I recognize it more as the as the movies. So it's like Mm -hmm. I hear the way that you know star lord kind of like has his humor and sarcasm and it reminds me and makes me feel like i love it you know the game is uh, so good um so that's been part of it um f1 2021 gearing up for f122 uh playing that a lot recently both by myself and with uh, a good buddy of mine elliot who did the music for our shows uh for the wasd hotfix and the main episodes um we play a career together that's a lot of fun um He's a terrible driver. I hope he listens to this because <laughs> um, that's just me uh, making fun of him now at this point. He's better than I am, way better than I am. Like he'll, he can actually, it's almost like he gives, you could give us the same car and he beats me by like a half second. And it's like, how'd you do that? Like, I don't know what you did that I didn't do. Um, no, he's actually really good, but uh, it's just whenever we play together, it's like we just are magnets two other cars and we just it's like i don't know what happens we can play by ourselves we're gods we're like super great we're overtaking we're getting like podiums first place all that kind of stuff we play together it's like yeah i don't know what happened but we're starting in the back of the grid oh and we also just hit every single car somehow like we don't know like, how it works um so that and then um star citizen it's been less than ideal <laughs> the past yeah couple of days. that was that was the game he was mentioning earlier was star citizen yeah. and the the whole server that we kind of all game in and, and chat and talk in uh, has been completely overrun by Starfield or Starfield. Ha, uh, not yet. Uh, <laughs> Star Citizen. Uh, and so I, I actually just picked it up last night. I have not gotten a chance to play it yet. I just downloaded it. Um, I'll probably jump into it this weekend. And from oh, yeah. everything I've been hearing within the, the discord as of late, Sounds like it all went to shit when it was kind of half-ass working a, a minute ago. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was like they, they, yeah, the update came. I think end of April, and it was great, right? Great perform, better performance than we've ever gotten in the game. Like in terms of graphical, like FPS stability, that kind of thing. Uh, very little bugs, all that kind of stuff. And then it was, yeah, it was this week. It's just crashes. You're dying from random things you don't even know. Like it's really, it's kind of going back to its old way. And I think that's. For for the people who have played it a bit longer, like myself and John, we get it. You know, it's like it has these periods. It goes like sometimes it works really well. Other times it doesn't. And it just was working really well recently. So for the new guys who've gotten in like Connor, Noah and Nick, really, they're like, what, what's wrong with this? And it's like there's actually realistically nothing inherently wrong here. It's actually this is actually how it always plays. <laughs> it's just that you've had a good time of it not having an issue. Which isn't um, so, necessarily right. Right. But, no, it's not I mean, right. It's, yeah. It's been in alpha for years now and probably will remain no, in alpha for more years. So, <laughs> yeah, what? It's 20. It's actually been eight years. It's been in alpha. Yeah. Eight years. Uh, they started development in 2012. So it's been, yeah. But uh, everybody's been playing it. Um, fun fact about that I don't think you were there last night when we did it, but we've been working on trying to get a ship that costs around 5 million credits, which is very hard to get. And I'm going to say this like, Nick is the best space prostitute <laughs> that I've ever seen. Like that's perfect. I, I said uh, last night because they've been we were going to just get money and work to get it, and then it's like people just were giving us like credit, like hundreds of thousands, millions of credits. Like 
Nick said, I only have 320 credit, uh, credits. So somebody just gave him a million. Connor did the same thing. I only have 5,000 credits. Some dude just gave him a million. So last night and we were playing and some guy was bragging about how he had a bunch, like 43 million. Like, Jeez. and you know, people naturally ask. They're like, one, can I have some? And other people are like, well, how do you do that? How do you get to that point where you're, you have that much? And he kind of said, well, I play for eight hours a day. And I was like, Holy Jesus. shit. And he's like, I can make around 540,000, give or take 90,000 an hour. And wow. people obviously asked. And then he made a big fuss. He's like, that's actually how I figure out who I don't play with is who begs. And I'm like, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> like, why would you bring like you bring it? You go into a server, you bring it up, and then you just kind of like pick and choose who you hang out with in the game. Um, and then lo and behold, somebody else wires Nick a million credits when he makes fun of the guy for it. And then I was like, you have a better statistically from like speaking from just these past couple of days, you have a better chance of just going into servers and asking for a million and you'll most likely get a million. And that's exactly what he did. He did it five times. It didn't work. And then he said one more server. He went into a server and somebody gave him a million. And I was like, that's it. That's 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 it. That's how you do it. Um, So, yeah, we got it. We got a brand new ship uh, yesterday. Huge can fit. Everybody can fit you, me and six other people in it. Um, Really? Like, yeah. yeah, not to sleep in necessarily, but there's you could fit third. You could probably fit a whole server in it if you really worked hard enough. Like, it's just really? big in terms of the space, like the cargo yeah. space. It's kind of like um one of those big uh, like um, Air Force transport planes, like the big cargo ones. Like, that's yeah. how big the back is. So you could fit you can fit vehicles in there. you can fit a ship in there. So, yeah, I'm so excited to try this. Like, I understand why there's so much negativity around it and i have been super negative about it as well but at this point like i'm not expecting anything from this game i just know the entire discord is playing it so i wanted to join in and and screw around in it and like yeah it's crazy and it doesn't run well half the time but yeah I, i just wanted to experience it i guess and honestly for 45 bucks I've spent more money on stupider shit. So yeah, <laughs> this, this should be fine. And it'll be, I mean, if I get, if I get even, you know, if, if the server only plays it for a couple more weeks or a month or whatever it may be, and I'm sure it'll be on and off. Right. Because that's kind of how it is. Have yeah. some serious money in it too. If yeah. I can get, you know, a, a good amount of playtime out of it, I'm content. Sure. Right. Like I'm, uh, one of the games I've been playing, which actually the only game I've been playing is Tiny Tina's. And yeah. I'm at uh, about 26 hours right now and I'm almost done nice. with it. I'm at I'm on chapter nine, I believe, out of 10 chapters. Okay. And I've been doing all the side stuff and like exploring everything. Right. right? But um, yeah, I, no, that's sweet it, for a, I mean, a full pop $60 game and getting 26 hours out of it. And I I won't continue on after this for at least not for a while. Um, I, I feel content with that. So if I can get, you know, even 20 hours out of out of Star Citizen and just have fun, I'm content yeah. with that. I understand it's going to be a buggy, absolute disaster. I didn't oh, buy yeah. the single player campaign because it's probably never going to come out. But <laughs> I just wanted this to, guy, to try it I out, right? I did it. Oh, I got brave a, man. Twenty eight. We looked at it yesterday, or we. I think we talked about it uh, when we recorded for for tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I bought it in uh, August of twenty eighteen, and I bought just because of the just because I thought of the inherent deal of it, where I was like, oh, sixty five bucks for the multiplayer that's available now and the entire single player game. I'll take yeah. that. It's only an extra twenty bucks. 
So like, yeah, that's for if, if and when it comes out. Yeah, which I mean, most of the team right now is working on that. So that's why updates have been slow to the regular game. Um, mm-hmm. So there's a hope there, um, obviously. But yeah, I mean, same thing, right? Is like it's a buggy mess. But uh, we said it yesterday or uh, two days ago, whenever we recorded it was when this game works, there's nothing like it, like yeah. the level of detail, the level of um, kind of uh, player freedom to mm-hmm. be able to do what you want to do. And, and, you know, that was something that was uh, really popular back when no man's sky was coming out or before it came out was, you know, they were showing like, here, look at any of these planets. You can go to any of these places. Yeah. Um, and it's like, okay, so take that concept, make the detail, the level of like crisis, like photorealism, mm-hmm. almost yeah. like almost it's, real life. It's pretty looking. I mean, it really and then, is. And then, uh, and then apply it to, to, to something like that. Right. So it's like, yeah, for this it's kind of different. Cause these planets that they've, given us for the first system are less than ideal i'd say they're not the most uh, in terms of of an exploration vibe like which is what i love to do they're not that they're unique sure but they're not like jaw-dropping they're not like you know there's one that's an entire city it's a man-made planet and -hmm. it's like that concept is cool but like when you go there you're like oh there's really no place i can just land and just walk around on on the forest floor kind of thing like i can't just go anywhere um but yeah, no, I mean, I think you'll have some good times with it, especially because it's a lot better when you play with friends, especially when you play with Nick, because he likes to break everything, which is like, <laughs> for me, it's more, it's one of those things where it's like, it's funny, but at the same time, I'm like, you are causing problems that I, it's like, if I can eject you out of the ship, I'm going to eject you. Like if I, if I can do that somehow, I'm going to do it because I've done that uh, before where it's like, I need you to get out. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, get out. Like, yeah, <laughs> going to space. If it wasn't for the Discord, I would not be playing it because this is not the type of game that I would enjoy playing by myself. But having remember, that, that community yeah. and that that group of people playing it and just basically breaking it in every way possible, that's going to be fun. Like that's just I remember you saying that you're you're not and a big space guy. Like no, I really am not. Yeah. Um. But is, and also like. This this is one of the most infamous games at this point. Like it's raised crazy amounts of money on on Kickstarter. There's the a whole subreddit dedicated to literally just like getting refunds for the game, which is wild. But there is. is just I forgot about that. Yeah, it's just a very weird game. But like you said, when it works, there's nothing like it. And that's why I really hope that at some point this this does get finished and it does become what was promised and what, what they've you know, wanted it to be right yeah, yeah. absolutely um, and i think it has that potential hopefully i mean i like i said i have not got to play it i've just kind of watched you guys play it a little bit here and there and and it, it just looks like it it's rowdy messy fun kind of like how gangs gang beast is in a way right like very different oh, games yeah. but gang beast is broken as shit 90 percent of the time too but it's fun because you're playing with friends and it, you're just fucking around and doing things like, and <laughs> yeah. yesterday or two days ago we did it and you weren't on and I, I i think you would have cracked up is that you can go behind people and no matter if they're in your party or not you can do like an unarmed takedown where you just knock them out for 10 seconds yeah so i went up behind that and i did it to nick and it's hilarious because it's like you grab them by like the back of your head or back of their head and just smack your knee into their face oh, and God. they just and they fall down it's got this awesome smack and then it's like i had a tractor beam like tool attachment and i knocked nick out and then i just just picked him up and just moved him out into space and he woke up just floating in zero gravity (laughs) and it's like it's it's that kind of thing right um yeah so i mean if if anyone listening is interested in that um yeah uh 
WASD will have an episode on that very shortly with two people who have played it uh, a bit more than than Nick because Nick is Nick's owned it for a long time, but he only hops in when we're playing it. He's not somebody who plays it on his own. Um, but yes, you were. Uh, I just wanted to say before we move on, if that's what you wanted to do, they've raised four hundred and fifty-eight million dollars, which is insane. Just and there's only crazy. there's uh, the live stats is that. Yeah, they've raised four hundred and fifty-eight million ten thousand three hundred and twenty-two dollars, which is still, which is up from what I said yesterday by like a thousand. Yeah. Um, and there's three point seven million people who own a game package. Jeez. Um, and you can look; they have, uh, they've actually been pretty open, more or less, about how they spend their money and what they mm-hmm. do with their time, which is also a reason I think as to why it takes so long is because it's like. We can say, I think you and I can say for certain that like uh, all the other companies we cover, Activision, Blizzard, Rockstar, and and so on and so forth, they're very private with how they make games and what they do. Yeah. And oh, Star absolutely. Citizen is not that. They're like, no, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a live stream every week, going over something new that we're doing, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm excited for you to get into it and try it. I hope that the servers are very ideal uh, because, like, for our buddy Noah, they were not. And he's had nothing but a struggle and I feel bad because it's like, again, uh, like that's kind of been our motto when we've been playing it recently is that when it works, you will have the best time of your life. Yeah. It's just it's it's just the level of detail and all that stuff. And then when it doesn't work, it's like, yeah, it sucks. But then you got to remember, right? I mean, this is all a work in progress. It'll probably never be, a, I'd say, like a finished 1.0. I, I could see it being a 1.0 release kind of thing, but I don't see it being something where it ever gets stopped in terms of being worked on in some way or another um but if it does and they make it to the point where it's like hey yeah this is the game it's released and everything after is just community updates and just patches and stuff like that but all the contents in the game everything we promise is in the game you know that'll be a a day where i think that a lot of people who have uh, been very negative towards it are like you know what now i'm gonna buy it and check it out Oh, and I it's think like, by the end of all this, it'll sell just gangbusters. I mean, it's already sold exceptionally well, but I mean, right. I mean, in terms of that, right, they've already kind of made their money back. It, it can yeah. only go up from here. And um, we talked about that as well, where it's like everything they're doing is stuff that the other companies that we talk about don't do. Like they have to make these systems work. They can't They right. like these things have to be created rather than just they're not borrowing something from Rockstar, like an engine to make it work. Right. They're using the Amazon Lumberyard, which isn't used very often. And then all the stuff for their game they have to make, you know, every single piece of it has to be made so that way it can keep the level of quality and detail while also being this huge 60 system game that you can go. And there's only one loading screen, which is when you load up the game and get into a server. Everything after that is impressive. It's like No Man's Sky, right? Like, yeah, there's no loading screen after you load in. So, yeah, no, um, I'm excited for you to play it and and, uh, hope we can show you a good time around the little uh, system we have. (laughs) Hell Show you yeah. some of the cool stuff, but yeah. So speaking of space, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> this has been a regular thing on our show. Uh, de- the delays of the week. So uh, it was just announced, I believe, today or yesterday that I think uh, it was today. Red- yeah, today, it was like six hours ago. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Redfall and Starfield have both been delayed to the first half of 2023. I'm. I can't say I'm entirely shocked by this. I'm actually more shocked that Redfall was pushed back, but we also haven't seen a ton about it, but there's not a huge amount of hype around it either. Um, Whereas something like Starfield obviously has this immense amount of hype behind it. Uh, The next big thing, right? Yeah, yeah, from Bethesda anyway. And they just recently 
I mean, hell, it was maybe a month ago that they just put something out. They're like, 11-11, we'll see you then, you know, basically. And you're that. like, yeah, yeah cool. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm not surprised to see this pushback. I, especially yeah. knowing Bethesda and playing a lot of their games, I think this is probably a wise decision. This is all a new engine and everything else. Like, work out the bugs. And I mean, granted, yeah, it is. at the end of the day, it is a Bethesda game, so I fully expect there to still be some bugs and some some gremlins around there. But I... I <sighs> I'm not I'm not disappointed to see this pushback as long as by the time it comes out, it's worth it. Right. I I want to I want to see this game actually, you know, break that mold of what Bethesda typically puts out where it is like it's a buggy fucking mess, but we love it anyway. Like I want right. I thoroughly want Bethesda to have a a huge win with this. And that that's not even just for the, you know, the the whole Xbox has no games argument. Right. Like this is right. Solely like. In my mind, I look at this as a Bethesda game. I, obviously, it is it is a Xbox uh, published game. Well, depending on how you look at it, but it is an is Xbox their studio game, right? But is that their first now? Their first yeah, it'll Xbox be, Studios published game. Yeah, yeah. And I think Red. I think Redfall was supposed to maybe come out before, but regardless, one way or another, so. like this is going to be their first game that it isn't already in a contract with playstation or whatever and so yeah. i i mean this has to be a massive win for xbox it absolutely has to kill it or else all of the people that talk shit are gonna continue to talk shit actually they'll talk shit regardless so it doesn't really matter but at the end <laughs> yeah, of the day no, I mean, this still needs to be a massive win for bethesda and xbox as a whole and to solidify and and show the value of the purchase that at uh that xbox made by picking up bethesda and all of their uh subsidiaries right. Um, my, I was going to ask you a question about it because it is not only that it's their first Xbox, you know, studios published game, but, um, it's, I mean, Bethesda's known for being that right. They're known for just having bugs and it's like, it's a feature, you know, like it's not something necessarily to like, whereas other game companies probably would release it with that level of bugs and they'd be like, well, what's going on here? Whereas Bethesda's kind of like, they don't really, I wouldn't say care, but it's like, some of the things they look past more of is just like, yeah, I mean, that's our trademark, right? And it's like, do you think that Xbox is cool with that? Or do you think it's, they're like, this needs to be smooth and there can be like no game breaking bugs, obviously, but very little other bugs compared to your previous titles. Do you think that they're being more strict about that? I, I wouldn't be shocked. I would personally, if I were Xbox, I'd be like, I don't really give it a crap about your trademark feature, not a bug thing. I care more about, you know, just... I would if I were um what's his name uh, Phil Spencer I'd like be talking to Todd Howard and be like you know this might be crazy for you but like maybe try and make a game that has n- like the smoothest <laughs> like yeah. least buggy mess you could make and see how you feel like you know like that would kind of right. be my stance. Well, um, and even then, like I I went back to play Elder Scrolls Online uh, because I yeah. I had an MMO itch I didn't want to play the or pay the subscription every month because I come in and out of mmo so often right sure yeah and so i was like hey i'll just pick up you know this through you know whatever the most recent expansion is it was on a deep sale or whatever and and so i picked it up on playstation and i went to play it and it it just looks bad it is just yeah not a pretty game because it is still on that same engine they've been using forever and like what fallout 3 and new vegas right is it the same one i think it goes all the way back to like morrowind if i remember correctly like yeah, I no, I think you're right. Modified yeah. uh, engine it's just that they, they've been using yeah. for uh, decades. Um, yeah. So it's just this crazy thing of like, I, I, 
everything we've seen from Starfield, which granted has been like cinematic Very mainly, little. I think there's been a yeah. little bit of gameplay kind of, um, but it just, just from a graphical standpoint alone, like bringing that into, we are now, you know, the PS five and Xbox series X are like essentially top tier fucking PCs, right? Like these are, are right up there with about what you could build, but it would cost you a fortune to build as far as a PC goes. And yeah. so uh, like to, to see them bring this into a, a, the, this current generation, I, I don't, I hate to call it new generation cause we're, we're, a ways off we're in it like i i understand people still can't get it but this is the current we're in it now yeah yeah no and and so i to see them bring not only the 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 graphics that match the times but also bring you know uh, hopefully a smooth experience granted it's also become a normal thing to not have smooth experiences in new games which sucks but dice i Sorry. Yeah, dice. Looking <laughs> at you, probably get some more on the spot. Yeah, no. CD um, Project um, Red. <laughs> oh yeah, and like that's what I was reading on Twitter after they announced it was was people like saying internally where they were like they were nervous about it being November 11th as the release date because they're like that's not gonna fly and it's like yeah. I, this is something that I can agree with my my dad often says a lot is like just stop telling just stop giving us a release date a year away. Like yeah. just finish the game and then say it. Like wait don't, damn near till it goes gold. I don't give a shit. Wait till yeah. Wait till you have like uh, that's funny because that you said that and that reminded me of a buddy of ours, Elliot, who's been waiting to get a, a ship that he paid money for in Star Citizen, and they've been working on it and they're getting it to the gold standard. Which that definition for them is that once they get it to the gold standard, they never have to work on it again other than bugs. They never have to like change the design. They never have yeah. to make things any like so like that's it. But like like that, it's like same thing, right? Just make Starfield. And once you have a completed playable version, especially because I think Starfield, if I'm not mistaken, is supposed to be just a single player only game. It's not supposed yeah. to be like a multi. So then exa- you have no reason not to like right. make it complete it, make everything out of its, get it, get it all of it. It's gray box, you know, state and just be able to have somebody in in house play through the whole game every single path choice whatever it is be able to play through the whole game in every single aspect every single side quest and then once you have that and they can actually play through the game and complete it then release it to the public because i mean that's arguably that's the that's the worst thing about buying a single player game especially at 60 dollars. is it's like you don't have to develop an online component you don't have to develop multiplayer you don't have to worry about that so why is it it's like it's like cyberpunk, right? It's like you had no reason to fail, but yet, <laughs> yeah, you did. Well, <laughs> there's also that trope of of open world games. They have to be big. They have to be massive. They have to be this. They have to be that. And honestly, sure. like I, I, I know I am at least personally completely burnt out on this gigantic open world thing. Like I would sure. much rather yeah. have smaller experiences that are interesting or or yeah. more like the world is more full or, you know, like I think, uh, and I, I feel like I've talked about this game plenty, but I think Elden ring personally has one of the perfect open worlds. Like it, you cannot go, not, you cannot like, go like overflowing. 10 feet without seeing something, right? It is right. busy, but it's also not crowded. It, they, I don't know. 
No, I, I don't know I, how I, to ex- completely explain it, but it's. I just, think you uh, actually just did. Like that's perfect. <laughs> like, um, like I think no, I think you explained it perfectly there. Because while I'm not a big Elden Ring fan, uh, the last like big open world game that I still go back to now and still have it installed, even though it's taken up like 115 gigs, is Red Dead Two. Yeah, like it's, that's another it's perfect example. Sup- yes, yeah, supremely detailed and and like you can kind of get lost doing your own thing. Like, uh, especially in single player, just cause obviously it's got more detail, but even with the multiplayer, it's like I can load in and I can just go, you know, I don't really want to do side quests. I don't want to do stranger missions. I don't want to do current missions. I just kind of want to go and, and hunt in the Northern mm-hmm. part of the map for a day. And just, yeah. you can do that, you know, you can, and you can go and go through and do every single aspect of that. You can track an animal, you know, hunt the animal and then skin it there in the spot or sell it to a, a you know, uh, somebody in town. Right. And you can just kind of do that and just kind of have fun that way. Or you can just travel across and go to places you haven't been yet and just kind of there's detail in it without it being crowded. Like you're forced, yeah. like they're trying to shove it down your throat. Whereas I think like I feel like almost cyberpunk was in that regard where it's like, you know, there's a lot. It was always it's, so there, busy. There's there's a lot, and I think uh, something that's I wouldn't say underrated. I think it's a pretty popular thing to do now in in, in open world games like Red Dead. I think Red Dead arguably pioneered that level of detail. Along with it is is these random encounters, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. of just like yeah, you're riding along, and all of a sudden, you know, some dude's riding, uh, you know, away from you or whatever. Like he's riding towards you, but he's got arrows all over his back, and like he just kind of falls down, and it's like mm-hmm. oh something bad's ahead or you know you find some guy who crashed a wagon and he's drunk and it's like you can either choose to bring him to town or you can just kind of laugh at him you can shoot him you can do whatever you want it's like i remember uh cyberpunk saying like yeah we have random encounters like that i encountered like three like through the whole game and it was almost it was in the same area every time and it was it was almost like look we have it you know it wasn't like you found it you know, enjoy this thing you found. It's it's like, hey, look, we can do it too. And it's like, that's yeah. not, you can see it. That's, I mean, that's not what we wanted. <laughs> yeah, you can see, I mean, especially people who play games, you know, you can tell when something is put in there with love and care or just like, just knowing you're trying to give somebody a good experience versus we did it so that way we kind of fulfilled, we ticked a box essentially. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm, I, but I'm with you though on being burnt out on the open world stuff. Like I still play them obviously, yeah. but like, Guardians of the Galaxy is a great example, right? It's not an open world, but like where you go is detailed and it's got story yeah. and it's got characters and, and, and investment almost. Guardians was a treat for me. I, I thoroughly yeah. enjoyed just being able to like that linear gameplay felt with just a little bit of exploration to like go find some secrets and like stuff. nowhere and stuff. Yeah, perfect. It was, I mean, granted, that's something that's been kind of lost right like we don't see much of that anymore where that used to be a mainstay in gaming and so it was while it was still a new experience it was like almost kind of a trip down memory lane of like games that i thoroughly enjoyed and it was just nice to not have to be like oh well i gotta go climb this fucking tower so i can see the area of this and yada 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 and i i loved 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 elden ring and thoroughly enjoyed everything i did in it but i'm also at that point where i'm like I don't want to play another open world for a while. Like this was my favorite open world. Yeah. Something like guardians. Yeah. Yeah. Guardians was perfect. And also like, um, 
I've been finishing up Tiny Tina's, which I was going to say, yeah, granted has been they have some pretty large levels, but they're still somewhat linear, right? You're following a a side quest, a main quest or a couple side quests or whatever. There's some stuff you can go explore to find like new guns and things like that. Right. But even just that how linear it is to some extent has been nice to not just have to go explore these crazy worlds and go do this and go do that and explore every nook and cranny and everything. Like it's tiring. Yeah. You get bored. It's like Assassin's Creed, like almost like an illness, like in Assassin's yeah. Creed way, like where it's right. like, Oh great. Now I have all of ancient Greece to explore. Yay. But it's not right. like you're going to those places because you know, there's something there already and you know, it's how you get that 100% completion or whatever you want to do. Right. It's not like mm-hmm. you, Whereas Red Dead, I'd say, or Elden Ring kind of rewarded you for being smart or, or right. rewarded you for having a, you know, exploratory mindset. Whereas mm-hmm. like Assassin's Creed is just chock full of pl- things everywhere to go do because they feel, I mean, that's kind of Ubisoft's thing is we have to fill this world because arguably, and I'm a huge fan of like the Far Cry games and I was a fan of the earlier Assassin's Creed games. They're at a point now I personally feel where it's like, they have to fill it with stuff because they can't make it interesting. And it's like, if yeah, you make it interesting, and it's too not big. Yeah. It's like, it's, and, and even then, like I would say even far cry five is not that big of a game, like in terms of a scale, like it's, it's decent. It's got a good size to it, but it's not this, you know, if you had made random encounters and interesting things happen rather than it being like, there's side quest here, side quest there, an unlockable gun here, that kind of thing. Far cry six is a, is a testament to that kind of behavior where it's just like, I want to explore this world, but I want to get lost exploring it. Not like, okay, went here. Now I got to go down here to get something that is important for me to be able to kill enemies easier. Tick that, you know, kind of go do the same thing here. I mean, that's where you fail is uh, make the player feel, make reward the player for having the mindset or the, the way of doing it. Right. If you miss it, no big deal. That's the way you should go about it. Right. If you miss it, no, no issue. But if you do have that mindset and you do explore, you're going to be rewarded with, yeah, something that helps you in your journey or it's something just a cool image, just something cool to see. Like, that's another mm-hmm. thing, too, where it's like Red Dead. I mean, Red Dead doesn't have like a skill tree. So it's like sometimes right. you just got to go to places. You got a cool gun or you got like a melee weapon or a hat or something like that. And then sometimes you just got there and it was like just a cool visual or it was just like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, I mean, that's make the player feel smart, I guess, is probably yeah. the way of, of putting it in. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I hope, uh, <laughs> I, I hope so too and we didn't really talk about redfall i don't think there's not a lot to any, it I, right now we still aren't One even 100 right? sure what's going on with it or what exactly it's like it, a like four player co-op seems, vampire right yeah, it's like yeah I, I just i don't care personally i'm just being perfectly honest redfall is not for me i understand there's probably an audience for it um but yeah john's I, one of them john was actually yeah. really excited for it. he's pretty bummed out that it got delayed um i I thought it yeah. looked kind of cool, but it's just not my style of game. So my dad was into um, it too. He thought it was yeah. pretty sweet. Yeah, but he's—I don't know if he uh, personally cares. I, he would probably say <laughs> if I talked to him right now about it, he'd be like, first off, I'm on vacation because he's celebrating his birthday, and then yeah. he'd, he'd tell me to go away like an employee, and then <laughs> don't talk to me. I'm and, on vacation. <laughs> yeah, he did. Absolutely, he would. And then um, two, he would say exactly what I said earlier, which is like, stop giving me a date and just make the game finish it and then give me a date don't right. give me this oh we yeah. have a whole bunch of post-release content coming it's like why don't you just make the game and then give it mm-hmm. to me and i'll pay for it like you know it's almost like going back to that like you said trip down memory lane it's like almost going back to that style of make the game finish it and now i pay the money for it rather than 
I'm paying right. money for arguably something that you can almost tell in your gut is not done. Right. Like Absolutely. If Starfield were to come out in November, you would have that feeling of like, I oh, don't yeah. think it's completely finished. <laughs> but um, yep. yeah, no. So FIFA has cut their ties with EA, actually. Uh, EA has announced that EA Sports FC uh, is going to be the so-called future of interactive football, which will replace the typical FIFA game starting in 2024. So making or this will make FIFA 20 or 23 the last, the last. EA and FIFA partnered game, which should come out this year. Um, yep. So EA basically has gone about this saying like, oh, nothing's going to change. We have over 300 have. licensed partners across the sport. And so they they mentioned this in their official blog post. It says 300 licensed partners across the sport, including exclusive partnerships with Premier League, La Liga, yep. uh Bundesliga, Serie A, and MLS, as well as more. Um, they also claim that they are going to retain their portfolio of over 19,000 players, 700 teams, 100 stadiums, and 30 leagues. Um, yeah. And I, to me, this doesn't make any sense because FIFA is like the governing body basically for all of it football. it'd be like it'd be like it'd be like ea buying codemasters to make the f1 games and then the fia and ea not being partners anymore it's like the fia is the governing body for the formula right. One series like how do you how do you have the like and like that's what they said though with that is like they have the they are like they have their own licenses and deals with all those people so it's like when the FIFA thing fell, falls through like it obviously did. It's like they can still do it, but it's like that's all I'm with you on that where it's like FIFA can't just shut that down and just be like, no. no. Like, yeah, I don't I don't understand how EA thinks this is going to stay or how their partnerships are going to like they may get a couple games where they still continue those deals. But I once those deals run out, all of those people are going to go back to fifa <laughs> so, yeah like i mean that's a that's a good point like how is it and how is it going to look in 2024 right when the next one comes out like what is i mean obviously other than the cover changing what's what is going to change game wise and right uh looking through what you uh sent me here for the show notes i have to say for uh from like fifa where they're like creating a rival game it's like i'm interested to see that <laughs> I'm, I'm interested yeah. to see what you have and i mean this could be something where it almost takes on a life of its own if it ends up being a good rival game it's like we you know maybe shouldn't be just paying ea 60 bucks a year to have the same game you know yeah if absolutely. fifa makes a better one like I, if honestly if you could if i could be completely honest i would 100 percent pay for a fifa game rather than an ea game if it's actually improved in some way um, right over the series that is yeah i mean it's just the same every year i mean <laughs> Updated graphics, physics, whatever, but like it's the same. I, you know, I have a hard time believing that EA is going to go through and somehow continue all of these deals that they have had because all of those deals were made through FIFA, from my yeah. understanding, because it has to go through FIFA, from my understanding, um, right? Or, or at least in the past. I mean, granted, they may be able to work around some of it, but I, I don't foresee this going for very long. Maybe, maybe. 24 right like you may still have enough deals where it was like a two-year yeah. contract or whatever and it may continue um but anyway fifa has said that <laughs> they are going to be working on a rival game that they are mm -hmm. currently talking to third-party developers to create which means they're probably going to be at least you know 2024 
I would say before we see this first iteration of it. Um, yeah. But they they cite this as providing more choice for football and gaming fans. And then in the same conversation, FIFA president Gianni Infantino says, I can assure you that the only authentic real game that has the FIFA name will be the best one available for gamers and football fans. <laughs> like, yeah, no, we're cutting it. ties because EA's dropped the fucking ball on all this shit for too long. Um, we're going to kind of half play nice, but also, nah, nah. Like, if you want a real game, this is where you're going to play it. If you want the most authentic experience of being able to, you know, play as your favorite players and teams and everything else, uh, you're going to want to play it here. So I have you played I have the FIFA games like the most recent. I have not stuff. played FIFA in a okay. very long time. I downloaded it not too terribly long ago and then just never touched it. Um, I, I'm yeah. not a huge, huge soccer yeah. slash football fan. Um, that's not oh, really I, honestly, I'm not huge on sports games like I play racing games and that's about it. But uh, I Good could man. personally <laughs> say, fuck all of this. Give me Mario oh, Strikers. Yeah. I just want Mario Strikers. That's all I want in my life. That's the only <laughs> That's soccer all. game I need. <laughs> That's all Brody needs. Um, so I played uh, FIFA 22 not too long ago, and I was kind of into it because I was just like, hey, you know, I have nothing better to play, and, you know, I might as well give it a shot. And, um, like, there were there were things that I didn't understand because I'm not a huge soccer fan, and I don't play the games. And I looked it up, like, because I was doing a career, and I was confused because I was like, my guy is like always getting tired right at the end of the games. Right. Which is like, I don't know. And I don't know if that's cause it wasn't, it wasn't said in game or it wasn't said to me where it is. Um, you know, is this a part of the game or is it a bug? Right. Like I didn't know, like, do I naturally get tired? So I lose that stamina over time or is it something that the game doesn't have like fixed or something like that? And I right. looked it up and apparently that's been a bug from the previous game. And it's like, what, what I can say to, you know, the this whole FIFA thing of giving it making a new game is like I from a casual fan. And I'm saying like that very sporadically, like it's kind of like I only play it every now and then. But like to make a, a rival game that's better and is the best one available for gamers and football fans is just do that. Just listen, you know, like listen to the players who play it and go and say, Oh, this is a problem or this is a bug that needs to be fixed. Okay. Because apparently EA has had that bug uh, for the like stamina thing, not only just for when you're playing it personally, like you're actually playing and controlling the characters, but when you're doing like the, uh, the manager mode, they've had yeah. that issue for like three games in a row now and they just don't fix it. And it's like, you're EA. You are like yeah. the, one of the biggest publishing companies, game companies out there. And it's like, how hard is it to fix this? It's, yeah. It's on par with that. It's again, that stupid level of thinking of it's like, you're not going to fix it until it's a major issue. And then you're going to spend even more money to fix it at that point. Right. Which is like what we've seen with, I mean, especially Activision Blizzard with all the stuff they've had going on personally, internally with personnel and, you know, bad people where it's like, they didn't fix the problems when they came to light. They just hushed it. And it's like, now mm -hmm. you're in lawsuits paying millions of dollars to people. And it's like, Lo and behold, if you had just fixed it, how are you a business? Like, right. <laughs> like, like how the fuck do you like, operate? <laughs> like you meet small business owners who are like, they, they, if there's a problem, whether it's a personal thing or it's like an actual like financial thing, it's like, they have to fix it as soon as possible. It's like, how are you this big? And it's like, how have you made it this far? Like, I think sometimes that's the problem. Once they get they've so made big it, they've is when they actually so start to yeah. run into these issues. When it's smaller, it's a lot more 
um, heart to heart. Like you can, you know, yeah. you could actually go up and talk to your boss, be like, Hey man, this is fucked up. And you'd be like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But once you get to a certain level, like you don't have that yeah. communication, you don't have it. Like, I, yeah, it, it's definitely one of those things looking at it, especially from the outside in, right? Like you can sit there yeah. and be like, how the fuck do you guys make money? Uh, like right. Jeff and I shit on Madden all the time. They have flags yeah, every, yeah. in their intro sequence where there is nothing else going on that are stiff as a fucking board. Like my dad tried move, playing NBA the other day. Anything. It's crazy. he got pissed. He got like my dad, like not legitimately mad, but he was trying to play NBA and he's like hitting a every second to skip each little bit. And he's like, if I wanted to watch the game, I'd watch the game. He's right. like, I want to play. He's like, yeah. you know, and then it doesn't, you know, so he was he was in that same thing where he's just like, I don't know any of this shit. Like just let me, like, just right. let me play the game, and it's like yeah. it doesn't. It took forever for him to get into it, and then he got into it, and he's, uh, maybe that's more on him, where it's like he didn't know how to shoot, like he didn't know any of the controls, right, right. And it's like at that point, I mean, whatever. But it, it's it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I mean, I agree. You get so big, you stop caring about this stuff, and it's like, but that's how you lose people. Yeah. Like if the FIFA game comes out and it's better than the EA game, I mean, that's business, right? Like. Yep. Uh, that's business. They've made a better product and people are going to go to it. And, and that's that. And I mean, that's the problem. And you could blame it just as well on the consumers, right? It's like you keep buying Madden every year and then you complain about the issues. So stop buying it. Right. Like, right. Like I, I but I only buy really buy one years ago. Yeah. Stop. I think the, and then I'll like buy one that's, you know, a couple years old uh, just so MC. I have a Madden game or like most recently something. I got, I got it for free or it's on game pass or something like that. Yeah. Right. Like I still play. don't play it. Uh, my kids yeah. play it, but sports games in this day and age are just so soulless. So absolutely soulless where it's just this like literal, literal copy and paste of code, like very clearly copy and paste of code. I think you where, have. No, sorry. Go ahead. I didn't want to. Know. Oh, you're good. <laughs> I, 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 but like, I mean, they've seen it like in one of yeah. the Madden games. I don't I don't remember which one it was. I think it was Madden 20. There was banners still up in the corner that said Madden 19. Like fucking hell, guys. It's, it, it's again, you know, and, and you can again, you can blame it right on them where it's like, you know, those people, those developers, they don't really have to do everything, anything year in and year out. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, they try to make it look like they're doing work. But realistically, as a player, can you tell? Well, like, when you're on a yearly release schedule, you you have to copy and paste anyway. Like, yeah, you can't, I, I you can't develop a new do. game. Yeah, yeah you, you can't, can't develop a, build it from a, the ground, ground up. up in a year. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I don't fully fault them. I more fault no, I people at the top, right? Like, I, I'm right, sure there yeah. are very talented people within EA that can program the fuck out of a game, but they don't have the opportunity to because of, hey, we got to put this out every year. We got to make more money because it, people go out and buy the fucking game every year. It's crazy. Yep. It's you crazy. can look right back. You can you can compare it right to Activision, right? Like, I mean, Raven Software, the guys who, who made Raven Software made Dead Space. One yeah. of the biggest horror games of all time, you know, yeah. and it's like now, now what are they reduced to? They're a and support I, and I, studio for Warzone, and I say like, that with the, the the biggest sadness because it's like I'm not a Dead Space fan. I'm gonna play the new one. I'm gonna play the remake because it's yeah. like I, I just wasn't into it when I was a kid. And I'm, I mean, I don't play scary games regularly. Right. I mean, the only one I really will go to is Resident Evil, mm-hmm. um, and you know, Resident Evil Eight for obvious reasons, uh, vampire. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, but like, yeah, like. Raven Software, the guys who made that were huge, right? They they made Dead Space and like that was, you know, a, a monster of its own. 
and now yeah they're a support studio for warzone and then they just come up then now they're kind of tasked with like yeah you can make a cod game every now and then you know and it's like <laughs> we'll let you look have at what it. you have you know like i mean right. it's like look at look at respawn right like respawn can do like titanfall and now they do apex and apex is good i mean in its own right yeah. people like yeah, it it's one of the right. i'd say it's one of the last good battle royales where it's pretty consistent i mean i don't like it for the bullet sponginess but i mean that's just me but like what are they doing like well, they're just I mean, updating they do, apex they do have fallen order as well that was respawn. that's right yeah that's right that's right yeah they they, they have oh. fallen order and it's like so and i know they're doing that that's just the, the second one of that is coming up but it's yeah. like uh and i'm saying this just for john because i know he won't listen to this but like <laughs> he'll he'll be happy when i tell him i didn't now he'll listen to it titanfall 3 like i want you have so it bad. i want it so you have bad. a gold mine like you have, you know, you have an engine with Apex. You could use that engine and just make it more parkour heavy. Add in the Titans. Boom. You're good to go, baby. But no, yeah. I get to I get to play Jedi Fallen Over 2, which is like, cool. I'm excited for it. I'll play yeah. it. But like, I thoroughly enjoyed the first one. But Titanfall 1 and 2 were huge in terms of like the parkour, that aspect, especially because it was, uh, I wouldn't say controversial, but it was when it happened, it was like, these are COD devs leaving. They don't like what they're making, you know, and that brought eyes to it more. They were more interested now because it's like, oh, let's see what they do. And it's like what they did was fantastic. It was just the fault of, I mean, I I would assume that's EA's doing of when they pick it, uh, when to release. And like they released it in the middle of a COD in a battlefield, which is like you're you just tried to butcher it at that point like I, ea makes uh, crazy decisions like again, again back to that how, how the fuck do you make money <laughs> <laughs> like like we know nothing about business but yet we could probably come up with a better schedule and a better way to do this um than than whatever these guys at the top are doing because it's like they're so cut off from what I think a community of gamers want as as well as like I understand it their jobs to make money obviously but, you know, it comes to a point where you have this, where it's like FIFA's like, no, man, no, we're going to go make our own shit. Yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm not a sports guy either. Like, I mean, the only sport I watch is, is motorsport. I only watch F1. And right. um, that's a bit different, I think, in terms of games, because you have to update that because the cars change every year, yeah. uh, especially F1, because F1 is not F1 is different compared to like a, a NASCAR or an Indy car is that their cars are not the same. They look the same. But the packages, the aero packages, the engines, they're all different. They're all made by mm-hmm. the teams. So you have a different aspect there. And also the FIA, for as shitty as they are, for dumb decisions they make, like apparently now you can't wear jewelry when you're in the car anymore. Like you can't wear an earring, which like people were like, yeah. we get it. But like <laughs> some people, some people understood it. And then other people were like, is this really an issue? Or are you just coming up with things because you're bored? Because there's never been an issue with jewelry for the past like 60 years. Right. You know, <laughs> so it's like. I remember Look actually men wear their gold chains. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Lewis Hamilton wears a lot of jewelry and it's like he, he made fun of it when they announced it that him and another world champion made fun of it. Cause they came out with the same thing. I know this is off topic, but like they, they came out with, <laughs> I thought it was funny. Um, they came out with, you have to wear fire redundant underwear. Now you can't wear regular underwear anymore, even though you wear a fire suit. Um, and you can't wear jewelry anymore. So two of the drivers it gets wore through my fire suit. The last thing I'm it's concerned about gone. is if my me undies are going to fucking hold up to it. Right. Yeah. I'm already <laughs> concerned for other things, and right? Those are going to be uncomfortable as hell while you sit in that car for a very for, long time. You sit in there for an hour and a half at the very least. Yeah. Like um, f- fire retardant uh, material is not fun to wear. It is horribly uncomfortable. I have to wear yeah. it for my job. Like it, they are yeah, not, it's not fun. comfortable 
in they, any way, shape, or form. That's why they made they made fun of it after they announced the rules because one of the drivers wore underwear on the outside of his pants, like his jeans, and then the other guy wore like three watches and like multiple chains and Jeez. earrings galore. <laughs> and they were making they they thought it was funny because not only were they poking fun at it, but it was just like I mean, and that's the same though with with F one. It's like yeah, that changes every year. The cars change because of the rules that they make and and uh, right. the way they change the cars. Not only for the teams as they change the engines and the aero packages, but the governing body changes. All right, we're going to use bigger wheels this year. We're going to have wheel covers. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. So like that makes more sense. And it's easier for them to copy and paste that because, I mean, the tracks don't change, yeah. you know, just like the stadiums don't change. So that's easy. So then it, most of the work just goes onto the cars and then just updating uh, the liveries and the drivers where they're going and all that kind of stuff. So, like, that yeah. makes sense to me. For FIFA it's and, and Madden, it's you're spending a lot of time talking about how you've like, well, we've updated the physics and it looks much better. And it's like, I feel like it keeps getting worse, don't know. though. Yeah, player, players don't know if they do notice. I mean, it's really more of a visual, I'd say, rather than an actual physical button, you know, right. stick thing. And then I agree with that as well, where it's almost, it almost feels worse. Like, so it's like Madden 08 was probably the last one I played religiously when it, I was going to say, I used think the shit out of the hit stick and everything, and I fucking loved it. And then they got it rid was of it. Or like, I don't me. care. Okay. Whichever one that whichever one that did the practice and it was all digital it was like a hollow thing. That was the one I really oh, enjoyed playing because okay. I liked the hollow stuff. I liked that. Yeah. It was practice. It's a cool idea, was, right? Like, yeah, like I thought it was cool, and it's like now it, the the practice is just yeah. They're obviously just on like a reserve field, like where the teams are at, and it's like that's cool too. But like, I mean, it was it was interesting as a kid to play it with like all the hollows and different sounds and stuff like that, and it almost felt like you put some effort into making something different rather than just yeah, we're just gonna go take pictures of all the fields, all the you know, right. photography, and then we're just going to, yeah, put everybody, and you know, it's just, it's lazy. And I, it is when you get I, lazy, that's what happens. Yeah. And I, I think it's a mixture of laziness and also just time crunch stuff like the, I just, like you I, said, yeah. I mean, when you have only a year to do it, right. I mean, it's by the time the games are released, they're already copy and pasting to the next one, just yeah, updating absolutely. the, updating the number, you know, and it's like, mm -hmm. when is that? Hopefully with this, it breaks. I would love to see something Hopefully. different happen for games or like sports I, games. Yeah, I'm hoping EA gets a little little bit of a slap on the hand here at some point, right? Because they've also talked about licensing like arcade style, uh, not simulation style, but uh, arcade style uh, NFL games. Um, so like the Blitz? I, yeah, like, like probably, Blitz was... That's what I hope for, right? Like I hope I would love Blitz that. Style game. That'd be yeah, awesome. Like I would play sports games more if you had like arcadey, yeah. like late late hit, you know, just like brutal kind of stuff. Like, and oh, I think yeah. Blitz Two was Blitz Two was like where you had to actually fix the injury, like you had to move the sticks to certain yeah. spots. Like, I would <laughs> I would play that, right? But, like, no, I, yeah, I'm not gonna just play a simulator all the time. You know, you want to have a bit more arcadey stuff. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. So a little bit of a smaller piece here before we get into our last uh, kind of kind of bigger topic uh so gotham knights will not be releasing on uh last gen consoles it will only be coming to ps5 xbox series x and s as well as the pc i because I, I, I mean i i don't really have any i'm actually kind of happy to see this and i don't want that to sound heartless to for all the people that still cannot get these next gen consoles sure, sure. It, this is more so like we're a ways into this generation now, and I I don't think it's always a case of like the game is or the, the, the system is holding it back or whatever it may be. But I am excited to see, especially because I think this is really the first third party game that we've seen that has been like, hey, no, this is this is 
current gen only. Um, but I, I'm excited to see that. And that gives me hopefully high hopes for this, right? Like now they can take the time that they would That's have right. to be putting into the game to, to not necessarily dumb it down, but bring it down a little bit so it can still run on, you know, the PS4 um, that already sounds like it's a jet plane getting ready to fucking take off uh, <laughs> or, yeah. or, you know, the, the Xbox one, which, I mean, was not a, a, a fantastic or powerful console. Um, and so, yeah, you have your 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 uh, Xbox One X, which is a, a fantastic console. But um, I, I just I, I'm excited to see this. I'm excited to see uh, there's actually a topic that we want to talk about at some point, uh, basically whether, you know, current gen is actually uh, all hype or if this is actually a real thing like if uh, all the promises and all the fucking teraflops in the world or whatever the fuck right actually <laughs> means anything me. after, right right like <laughs> at the end of the day so far i have not seen anything that i'm like okay yeah you You're know really I, I heard with, yeah i heard that you know uh the the new horizon game was fantastic and that that was very visually stunning i'm not a big fan of that that series uh like uh the uh, uh, Forbidden West. Uh, when I say oh Horizon, yeah, I, I meant I meant the I know what you Horizon mean. Forbidden yeah, West, not uh, Horizon uh, uh, the fucking Forza game. Zero Dawn. Oh yeah. oh yeah, Forza yeah. Horizon. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I I was after I knew what I was talking about when I said it, but you know whatever. Uh, yeah, I, I know what you mean. Reiterate. Uh, Forbidden West. I I heard it's beautiful. It's not really my. I I couldn't get into the first one. I'm not planning on getting into the second one but i i I think that's the closest we've gotten like i think ratchet and clank was actually a really good example of it i think that was probably one of the closer things that i was like hey this is actually really pretty but i'm i mean that wasn't necessarily just ps5 like that came out on ps4 too if i remember correctly i think it did i remember you guys talking about it when it came out you guys were really impressed with it and it's like i mean yeah you got like i mean even uh nick is a great example right he's been buying games that he can get on his pc on his xbox or ps5 just to see it and it's like is it really like i mean i think maybe i don't know if i'd say it's a good test but like uh in terms of PlayStation, you've got God of War later this year. That'll mm-hmm. be a good test for a current gen thing. Hopefully, obviously, you got Starfield now with Xbox. But again, how late is that after? You know, right, right. I mean, Halo was supposed to come out for the Series X, and then it got pushed back a year. And it's like, it's all it's weird, right? It's like when they do good, they do good, and then it's but all 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 the time, it almost feels like you're just you're rolling along with this at a speed that you necessarily can't control, right? Like, and that's I mean, what it feels like. We're nearly two years into this generation. Like, and what do I, you I, have? Right. And right. And, and, and the, I, there's always that time period, right? There is always that, that like two year gap of when everything is coming to both consoles and both consoles are still supported and things like that. And obviously this is also a, a very weird console release because people still can't get the consoles readily available yeah you have covid so, which is changing the whole system yeah. right? like you so have everything it, changing because of that it, it is different and from a business perspective it makes sense to release it on last gen consoles as well and yeah. for the people that don't have these next gen co- or these new current gen consoles to be able to play it but yeah, we're starting to get to that time period where I think this is the first, you know, big third party game that's like, hey, it's only on current gen. Yeah, and it's and I think yeah. it's yeah, I think it's going to be 
this is going to be the start of that. I think we are going to see a lot more of that. I think going into, you know, once we pass this two year threshold, uh, I I think we'll definitely start seeing a lot more of games that are like, hey, we're just current gen. I mean, sorry to anybody that can't do it, but that's just where we're at. I think it's. I think it's been easier to get them recently. I've seen, I mean, I know uh, that graphics cards have been very easy to get uh, mm-hmm. as of late. Like I'm seeing that Discord update a lot. Um, so like I know that it's starting to get easier. It'll probably be easier towards the September, October Q4 of this year. It'll probably be easier to even get more of that stuff, both GPUs as well as the newer consoles. Um, I got to say, like, I, I, I'm obviously not personally affected. I wouldn't, I don't play games on console, right? I don't play, yeah. I mean, at the most, you're going to see me play anything that's just exclusive to it. So if you, right. if you're like, hey, Uncharted 5's coming out, it's like, is it coming out on PC? Yeah. Then I'm buying it on PC. I'm not buying mm-hmm. it on the PlayStation. I don't care how long it's been there. I mean, God yeah. of War Ragnarok is like, that's the only reason. That's the only right. why, the reason <laughs> I care. Like, uh-huh. otherwise, if you, yeah, like Gotham Knights is coming to PC, it's like, cool, right? Like, I'm totally going to, I'm going to do that. And uh, I'm probably going to get it just because, I mean, I don't know. It, that, that kind of, dip, like, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm excited kind of on the fence. I'm, I'm on the really fence about it. it. Like, uh, I, I know that Rocksteady has been doing the Suicide Squad. Um, so, mm-hmm. like, I know that they're, they're taking up with that. But then there's a part of me still where it's like, I'm almost upset that Gotham Knights is, I like the idea of what it is, is that it's after, like, and this isn't a spoiler as far as I know, but, like, it's a, after the deaths of uh, after the death of batman mm-hmm. and so you have his four proteges and like yeah. they're they're supposed to fight like mr freeze court of owls all this other kind of stuff and the thing that upsets me most is that it's an original story it's not in the arkham universe it's like you had it like yeah you although uh, although I'm i know okay it's different it, though because you're they cool did, with it i'm not like they I'm not, did I'm arkham, not, this is the same angry. team that did arkham origins um yep so and i felt like that game was it wasn't a bad game but it didn't live up to the rocksteady games just no it didn't i i felt like they were confined by what they were doing and and trying to stay in line with the the universe that was kind of already created for them right sure so I, i think i think this is a chance for them to make a similar style game and create their own story without being confined to things that have already happened or being confined to, you know, what Rocksteady has already put into place. And on top of that, I mean, we've already seen Red Hood in the Arkham series. So now if if you had Red Hood yeah, acting as true. a protege, that would be weird. And then, I mean, yeah, you could have gone different routes with it and this and that, but I, I'm actually, I'm okay with that, especially with point. the Court of Owls stuff going on too. I think that is a, a very interesting story arc in, in the Batman comics and and really sets up like a lot of different possibilities. So I, I'm excited for it, especially if it plays like an Arkham game, but the, the yeah, story I've, I've not being intertwined does. is... It's fine, yeah. I've I've seen it kind of does, but it also kind of doesn't. I know that uh, some people. I was watching. Apparently, some gameplay was released actually like just yeah. today or yesterday. Um, yeah. and I was watching it earlier, and and some people were like, Nightwing has this like, you know, kind of like a parachute glider thing, and people were mm-hmm. like, you know, you could have gone. Like some people were kind of upset with that, where they were like, you know, you had an opportunity to kind of really go into parkour heavy stuff for him. Yeah. Like, and I, and I would have been cool with that. Right. Like I feel some people felt like it's almost like they did it because it's easy to make just a wing glider. And it's, yeah, and if I you can, got into I can the see parkour, that. that's, I mean, that's harder to do like mirror's edge. Like that's the entire game. Like that's a whole different physics engine. You have to, right. without there's a lot it, more you know, to it. Sure. 
yeah, you could go the route of like something like a Horizon Zero Dawn where, yeah, you can climb things, but it's only specific things and it's only things that are painted yellow sure. for whatever reason. Like I, I'm actually OK <laughs> yeah. with that because I'm sure this is going to be a, a pretty vertical and like larger game, kind of like the Arkham games have been the way I kind player? of anticipate it. Yeah, I saw something. Card. I think originally they announced it was only going to be like two player, but I think most recently there was something that came out that it was going to be up to four player. Um but yeah, yeah, I think I I'm interested. I, I think if you make the the parkour runs into like weird territory where it's like sure. everything has to be specifically designed for that almost or else it breaks very easily or it just feels too scripted and then it doesn't feel fun either. It's yeah, it's it, not something where it's like you're you're coming up with it. I can I can see that. And I and I agree. I, I'm I was just reading through the quick Wikipedia stuff and that's yeah, it says the game does is only going to feature a two player co-op mode. Um, the second player can drop in and in and out at any time without affecting the other person. Um, this is kind of where maybe I have am I, I'm at my most apprehensive about it is that while you can level up your character, which you could do in the Batman Arkham games, mm-hmm. the enemies are leveled up as well. And that's where it's oh, kind of like scaling. Yeah, I don't care for they, that too much. I'm one of those people who just like as soon as I it's almost like you know, Ubisoft, right? I start seeing too many, you know, too much shit on my screen. I'm going to get annoyed. I'm going to be like, I don't care about the guy's health because you know what? What's going to take me out of the game is when I shoot him in the head and his health bar doesn't just drop to zero or he doesn't just die. Like that's going to be upsetting to me. Right. And it's the same thing here where it's like, if I can turn off the, if I can turn off the, the bar, like health bar and enemies leveling up and whatnot, or like seeing anything above their head, I'm, I'm okay with that. If I can make it as much as like Arkham as possible, like yeah. I will be okay with it. Right. Um, it's going to get, uh, I'll probably get it. And if it gets to a point where it's like, I'm playing as Nightwing or Batgirl and I'm just, you know, beating the crap out of somebody. And if, you, and it's like, I know I'm doing it and I'm like, they should be down, but I'm just like taking down their health bar. And like, that's yeah. all it is. That's where I'm going to be like, all right, now I'm done. Cause I don't like, yeah. as soon as that happens, it kind of takes me out of it. You know, I want it to be as immersive in that sense as possible. Right. If I'm Batman, and I just got to keep beating on some normal dude because his level is as high as me. I'm going to start to get annoyed because it's like yeah. I'm Batman. <laughs> right. Like, I'm going to feel like I should be able to take them down sooner or easier, which I think is the same for all of these characters. So I don't know. I- I'm still apprehensive about it. I'll probably watch more gameplay on it and then I'll mm-hmm. determine if I'm actually going to pick it up. But I don't know anything about the Court of Owls, so that's going to definitely interest me because um, I know nothing about them. Yeah, I know nothing about them. Cool. I know the other I know the other stuff. I obviously know. Um you know, uh, Mr. Freeze, Penguin, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so yeah. the Court of Owls, though, I have no idea. I've only heard about it from like you and Nick. So it's I'm it's Illuminati-esque. I'm trying to avoid as much yeah. as I can about it because that was apparently Rocksteady was potentially going to do that with the next mm-hmm. Batman Arkham game was it was going to be a Court of Owls after Arkham Knight, which is like, please still do it. <laughs> Yeah. Like I'll start a Kickstarter <laughs> for you guys to be able to do it. I'm sure we'll get the money, but like, yeah. I wonder, I wonder if Rocksteady has like helped with this in any way, shape or form. Did they help with Arkham Origins? Do you know? I don't, they I don't remember. I, I assume I they, they had some input on it just cause it was based in terms of the lore. universe, but I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure know. in that sense they did it, but um, yeah, uh, we'll see. I, right. Like, we'll hopefully I, I imagine we'll see something about this during Summer Games Fest or one I of the so. various different events that have been announced. And uh, I didn't look polished. Today, so, yeah, yeah, it didn't look very polished I'm, in the gameplay today. So but I mean, I understand that I, I accept that I'm not like I mean, it looks like it's mostly done in terms of a world. But yeah. who knows? Um, yeah, which so I'm, I'm excited to see. 
for reference before we move on here, that is uh, supposed currently supposed to come out October 25th, 2022. So, so we'll see. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> this game that yeah. was supposed to be packed with some heavy hitters has gotten pretty thin as of late. So, yeah. Um, so moving on to our last news bit here, uh, we'll run through this really quick. It's the Nintendo Indie World. Uh, the little direct that they do is like a 20 minute, 24 minute uh, video, I believe. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and run through all of these real quick and then we'll <laughs> circle back and talk about anything that we want to talk about and just kind of talk about the, the event as a whole. So first up is Ooblets, which is coming out summer 2022. This is like an animal collection and farm simulator game, kind of Animal Crossing meets like kind of a Pokemon-esque type of thing. Okay. Um <laughs> Betora Lost Haven is coming out autumn uh, autumn of uh, 2022. This is an isometric dungeon crawling brawler with puzzle elements. Uh, at a certain point, these become very hard to describe. By the way, uh, Elekhead <laughs> is Elekhead is coming summer 2022. This is a side scrolling puzzle platformer. It looks damn near like it has Mario graphics. Like everything looks identical, but it looks really cool, and it's a one man team. Uh, Soundfall, cool. which is out now, is an isometric rhythm-based shooter up to four-player local and online co-op for this one. That's cool. Wild Frost, coming out winter of 2022. Uh, this is a roguelike deck-building game, which seems to be a, a fucking trend right now for sure. Totally Accurate Battle Simulator is coming to the Nintendo Switch on summer or in summer of 2022. This is a wacky physics-based strategy battle simulator game. If you have not heard of it, um, it took over YouTube there for a while. Like it was a big yeah. thing. Uh, cool. Gun Gunbrella is coming out in 2023, a noir punk style or punk side-scrolling action adventure game. We are OFK. Is coming summer of 2022. This is a music biopic game with weekly episodes and interactive music videos. That's cool. Uh, Silt coming out in June 2022. This is a side-scrolling, hand-drawn, monochrome puzzle adventure game. I'm just throwing out a lot of fucking. You're like just saying stuff. I mean, point. you could be saying it's, you, it could not even be the game, and I believe you at this point. <laughs> Uh, Mini Motorways, which is out now, a traffic puzzle game with a minimalistic style. This is actually each level is inspired by a real city, which is kind of cool. Uh, Wayward Strand that. coming out July 21st, 2022. One of the very, like, the only games in this entire thing that have a specific date. Uh, this is a 1970-based narrative adventure game that takes place in a flying hospital. Okay. Which, all right. Uh, Cold of the Lamb coming out in 2022. This is an action adventure game with a, a randomly generated world where you have to basically like build a cult to go fight people. And you're like an animal of some sort. Uh, Another Crab's Treasure is coming out in 2023. This is a Souls-like game where you play as a crab traveling through the ocean floor um, using trash as a shell because you've lost your shell. Or I think it was like repoed or something. Oh, repoed. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. they had that in crab culture. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, and then here at the very end, uh, super, super minimal description on these because this was the montage that they did. So this has one shot World Machine Edition coming summer of 2022. This is a puzzle adventure game, I think. I don't know. I looked it up and I still don't know what the fuck this game is. Uh, Gibbon Beyond the Trees out now. This is a side scrolling platforming game where you play as a Gibbon. Idol Manager 20... Er, God, it 
sorry, Idol Manager is coming out August 25th, 2022, and it's exactly what it fucking sounds like. Uh, card Shark is coming out June 2nd. Uh, this is a card game all about learning how to cheat at the game, which is kind of an interesting take. Teach the kids uh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. It it's kind of set in like an old timey. I I don't know yeah. exactly. It was almost like Renaissance time period. But yeah, you can like legit get stabbed and stuff. It's very bizarre. Uh, yeah. Curse to Golf coming summer twenty twenty two. This is a side scrolling golf game with different power ups and hazards throughout the levels that just make it more interesting and looks kind of like it could be some fun. Uh, a guidebook of Babel coming autumn twenty two. A narrative adventure game about the butterfly effect and opus echo of star song full bloom edition which is out now and this is a visual novel game set in space that is everything we saw in that 24 minutes is there anything that stands out to you evan (laughs) (laughs) only only like a couple uh the mini motorways game i've played on my phone so Uh like that's kind of cool uh still gonna play it on my phone not gonna play it on my switch um um, there's that and then the other one that you just brought up i thought was just funny was the uh the card shark game which is like really i mean you can teach that to people now because there's not as much inherent danger if you cheat in a card game (laughs) but if you had to teach this to people back in like the 1890s like don't do it because it's like you're just gonna get shot and like apparently like the the trailer showed is yeah if you cheat in a card game back then it wasn't like the law didn't like protect you or just reprimand you it's like some guy just shot you like yeah yeah yeah. yeah i guess it uh, wasn't renaissance times it was almost more like western times wasn't it i i drawing a complete blank this whole like indie world direct was a complete blur in my mind i watched it today to write these show notes and just fucking gone (laughs) i was reading through the notes you sent me and i saw that one and i thought it was funny and my head just went back to whenever i would play uh red dead one and i would purposefully cheat in a card game so i could duel with some guy because i knew i'd kill him (laughs) yeah (laughs) like that's that's all i noticed um the other ones no i mean that uh what was it the ofk that kind of looked interesting i i like that the the musical biopic thing that's kind of cool um uh, where we are ofk um that could be interesting but i mean i don't typically play things on switch uh totally totally accurate battle simulator i have on my pc that's fun yeah so I'm that's gonna run to like console. dog shit on a switch like no oh, it runs like dog shit on a computer I was going to say, it doesn't run well, period. Like my, if you put too much on the screen, an Xbox is going to explode somewhere, right? Like, oh, oh, yeah. Having I mean, this on the Switch just seems like such a weird choice. I, I get it, but also that Switch is just going to spontaneously combust. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's the funny thing is you look at people who get new stuff for their computers are like, yeah, I'm going to play like Battlefield. I'll play God of War. I'll play COD. I'll like, you know, I'll play some really visually Red Dead 2. Great example. Or or Star Citizen to really uh, test out my system. It's like, no, 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 no. It's not about the detail. It's about how much shit you can fit on the screen. Oh, absolutely. And it's like, you know what? You want to really stress test your computer? Go play tabs. Yeah, (laughs) it's crazy. Like go play a game where you're fitting as much as you can onto one thing and your computer's going to like go like, oh, my God, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) It does not like it. Um, I got a 3090 Ti. I should be able to do it. It's like, no, 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 no. (laughs) It can't. (laughs) It can't. You're losing. Uh, yeah, that's so it, for me, Elekhead was actually one that was pretty cool. I, I dig cool. that that it, it had that like very familiar Mario feel to it, but also that's a cool, really yeah. cool like you could throw your head and then like pull your body to it. Like it, it just had some pretty interesting puzzle ideas. Plus a one man team. I'm a sucker for like side scrolling puzzle platformers and stuff too. Like sure. my Switch is solely 
side scrollers and JRPGs. Like that is all there I play go. on there anymore. Uh, so yeah. that's perfect. Uh, that Gunbrella looked kind of cool too. That that, that side scrolling uh, noir punk style game. Uh, I don't do visual novel stuff, so the the We Are OFK stuff is I, I'm a no go on that. Another Crab's Treasure was interesting. I don't really want to play it, but it was kind of interesting just from yeah, what it looks it funny. Was. It looked like a, I mean, it, it looked like it was a smaller team for sure. These are all indie games, obviously, but um, right, it, it definitely didn't have the polish in the trailer we saw. Granted, they still have a year, so maybe it'll be a a little bit better. It could but be it, completely, it yeah. It looked like it, it looked not incredible. Uh, um, and then, uh, yeah, Card Shark. I'm kind of interested about that. I'm not super sold on the art style, but I love the idea of the game just in itself. Yeah, I think like, it's funny. That's pretty cool. And Curse to Golf. I, I dig those kind of weird like. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. Whatever it is, right? Like this this idea of just like, hey, you got to get to the end of the level, but you have to go through a teleporter and, you know, fucking skate it across the ice and not fall in a pit and like all sorts of cool right. stuff like that. Like just a fun turn your brain off and, and have fun type of game. But yeah, oh, no, absolutely. Overall, I think this was certainly not my favorite Nintendo indie world that I've watched. Like I've watched a lot of them at this point and uh, this one didn't do a whole lot for me. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention the mini motorways as well. That's one, but I'm with you. I'll probably play it on my phone. <laughs> that yeah. seems like a perfect like, mobile game. It is. Um, it's actually really fun. Um, I didn't know it was based off real cities though. That was what I learned from this. Yeah. Like, if you were like, what takeaway did you get from the Nintendo indie <laughs> world? I'd be like, I did not know that mini motorways was based off real cities. <laughs> like there was, it. there was a lot of visual novel style games in here, which I don't care for. Like that Opus looked gorgeous. I loved the art style on it, but I just don't, I don't do visual novel games. Like I'd rather just watch a fucking show at that point <laughs> like if i'm gonna play a right. game i want to play a game and that's just me personally like other people love them and that's that's cool like sure. enjoy Absolutely. it but it is not for me um but yeah overall i thought this was kind of weak to be perfectly honest but i'm not a I nintendo mean, guy so yeah. you know i i actually was laughing when you sent me the show notes and i was like it's almost like on purpose i was like he's giving me all this <laughs> nintendo to talk about i was like i don't like nintendo i don't but yeah. i mean I, I mean i i did look through uh the list before you before we started and i was like these things do look interesting like yeah. i mean sure but i just i'm not a nintendo guy i don't i don't use my like my dad's got a switch and i just don't use it like i think the only thing actually recently the only thing i've played through a switch i think ever in the entire lifespan of the switch was the new wii sports game and i played that just so i could kick the shit out of my brother in bowling which i did <laughs> so fair enough fair enough he's like he's like you don't know what you're doing and i was like all right and i bowled the 200 and i was like which is not good as weak i mean like my dad did that he bowled like a 200 he's like oh, i should have gotten 300 i'm like you know what a 300 is <laughs> like right. what were you like what yeah, in um, I mean, real yeah. bowling, I'm like happy if I hit a 90 most of the time. You know, oh, absolutely. <laughs> I can't do awful. real bowling. I can't. I can't do real bowling. I'm terrible at it. But it's like it's funny because my brother and my dad do the same thing in in wee bowling, where it's like they they hit it from the side like a curve, so that way they can avoid oh, getting yeah. a split. And it's like I just. I move the stick over till I'm facing center, and I just bowl a perfectly straight ball. Fair enough. And I nine times out of ten, it'll just be a strike. Yeah. Like very rarely do I ever get a split with it. And it's like, my dad's like, yeah, you're trying to avoid a split. It's like, I look at the statistics here, man. Like <laughs> I've done the same move 10 times and I've only gotten a split twice. <laughs> like yeah. you're almost better off doing it, <laughs> but yeah, right. I mean, that's all I, I've done with it. So the other stuff look cool, but I probably won't really play any of it. 
Like, yeah, I I'll check a couple of them out probably, but the yeah. card game looks cool. But I mean, I'm not gonna take the time out of my day to play it on the Switch. Really, I just I don't know. Fair maybe enough. it's just maybe it's just me. I just have a really I'm negative sh- thing. I'm sure it's gonna come to Steam too. As soon as maybe. it does, I'll buy it. I'll buy there it. And I'll be like, if, if it comes to anything else, like I'd I'd be willing to play it. But just I don't know, man. I just I'm not a Nintendo guy. I just I don't know. Come after me in the comments. Uh, it, it'll just be ed he'll be coming after you for sure <laughs> sorry, sorry ed <laughs> don't like it, uh, never have card shark is coming to steam on june 2nd there you go there you go there you go you can there still you play it i have no reason bucks. to use a switch i have no reason to use a switch ever in my life you, you need to have an intel core i3 though <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm out I can't i'm out <laughs> can't play sorry uh but with yeah. that, thank you guys so much for joining us for this Seriously. episode of Diggity. Uh, Jeff yeah. is out of town, but he should be back next week. And I appreciate Evan hopping on here to to help us out and get through Anytime. all this news here, which it's been great to have news again. So uh, yeah, with I'm that, sure. you can find Diggity over on Twitter and Instagram at Diggity Podcast. You can find uh, WASD at uh, WASD and beyond on Twitter and beyond WASD on Instagram, if I remember correctly. I know I'm a member, but I don't remember. (laughs) No, you're good. You're good. (laughs) Uh, uh, And you can also find the rest of our shows, OBO and Build Bros, and as well as links to our shows over on SpawnCamp.co. If you have not checked that website out, you should definitely go do that because we had a good friend of ours spend a lot of time making it, and it looks fucking chef's kiss. I love it. Um, But with that... We will see you next time, and thank you guys for watching and or listening. Peace out, everybody.